0: Welcome back to another episode of the Subcockles of Reddit. We are currently on episode 12 of your one stop station for online medication. I am your host, The Buck, with my co host, The Raz. We're bringing you some new and interesting stories that uh, come from the Subcockles of Reddit. And uh, today we're going to be featuring some stories on disability do's and disability don'ts.
1: Oh, we have a theme? I- we have a theme?
0: Well, I figured I'd put a little bit of effort into this show, so yeah. <laughs> we have a theme.
1: Great. Well, come on, Max. So,
0: well, I mean, you know, I put a couple of, uh, you know, search filters. Because sub- the Reddit's just so interesting. You can find literally anything about anything there. So I was like, eh, what do I want to do this show about this week? And uh, What do I know about? What are my interests? And I don't really have very many interests anymore, but I do know about being disabled, so... I figure we'll go ahead and jump into that. Maybe, uh, maybe people will hear something that might benefit somebody that they know in a uh, in a disabled situation. So
1: let's give it a try. Let's you know, what you
0: got. yeah, I was about ready to say we're gonna go ahead and dive right in from r slash ableism. Yes, this is literally a subreddit for everything. <laughs> so. Post to us from, or uh, posted to r slash ableism from user Edwardica. The word crazy needs to go already. Crazy is a commonly dropped word in America. I've certainly used it a ton, but as I examine my speech more and more, I realize crazy is an ableist slur. Crazy is literally a negative connotation for mental illness. I realize this is a huge uphill battle and one that we're probably not going to win. But damn it, we should at least try. So, we go to our comment from Divided Consciousness, who responds by saying, I have multiple comorbid mental illnesses and disabilities. I'm not in favor of focusing on the words we use. I don't mind people using mental illnesses as adjectives. Focus on changing people's substantive understanding, not the vocabulary itself. If you don't want discourse on ableism degenerating into semantics when we have important points to make about the nature of disability and the problematic attitudes in society. And it's an adequate integration. I am very inclined to agree agree with that comment. However... Edwardica doubles down. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And tries to polish this little turd of a post by saying, it's all about the etymology, and even if you look at all the uses, they're all stolen from ableism. Well, Edwardica, I've got great news for you. Because, again, I did a little homework before we jumped on this ride. Totally. And I can tell... (laughs) Yeah, I can tell you for a fact, after at least three minutes of online research, that crazy and the etymology of the word have nothing to do with mental fucking illness. So, crazy is an adjective. 1570s, it was used as diseased and sickly, a sense now obsolete. 1580s, broken, impaired, full of cracks or flaws, from craze, plus why, Two, a meaning that is deranged, demented, of unsound mind, or behaving as so, is from the 1610s, jazz slang sense is cool and exciting, and is attested by 1927, so, I don't think that you have very much of a leg to stand on this one, Edvardica. One of the uh, one of the things that you have to realize when you are disabled with anything is that uh, you got to have some thick skin and broad shoulders, especially when it comes to nickel and diming words that we use on a daily basis. I mean, I'm not mentally disabled or mentally ill or impaired in any serious faculties as far as that goes, and uh, even if I were, I don't think crazy would offend me. What do you think?
1: Uh, I call myself crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't—I don't—I'm going to die here in a second. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, God, that, was, that snuck up on me. Sorry, mm. I would have hit the mute button normally, but that kind of—I was choking. Um, so uh, physical disabilities don't really got a whole lot in, in that, that realm. I'm just old, <laughs> and that's just a reality— um. Mm. As, as for mental disabilities, um. Yeah, I, I've, I, I'm, I'm a card-carrying member of the crazy club, and you know, when you're trying to explain people what a, um, neurodivergent, um, issue could be, you know, it, it's, it, it's a lot easier just to that to, to, say crazy, you know, because <laughs> you can make a joke of it. You can say, "Yeah, I'm a little crazy." <laughs> you know, yeah. You, you you can talk about you know um, things such as PTSD. You can talk about things such as anxiety disorders or or or, or memory problems. You know, um, you can talk about that stuff, and you can go into the the, the, the long you know uh, clinical terminology. But you know, you can just say, "Yeah, I'm a little crazy." You know, <laughs> I've never been offended by it. So
0: yeah. Um, I mean, you know, there there are people who genuinely have a lot of passion and fire burning inside of them to take up the uh the mantle uh, of somebody who just defends the uh the status quo for those who are disabled and I'll tell you, you know, this is not somebody that I would want on my team. I I you know, th- Like, if I had this person on a job site, they'd probably be the one counting cinder blocks. You've
1: counted cinder blocks.
0: I absolutely have. I I probably still have a paper somewhere with all the housing units in the prison that we worked featuring all the cinder blocks that were made up to build all of them. Because we worked third shift in a prison, and all I could do to stay awake was walking around the block and counting the cinder blocks. So, yeah. But See, that wasn't crazy. That was just me getting paid. The difference is
1: I actually did them. Instead of, like, counting them one, two, three, I did the math. I was, okay, there's this many across, this many up, or multiple.
0: <laughs> That's how I did That's how I did it, too. That's how I did it, too. Dude, do you think I went up a 40-foot fucking wall and went two, three, yes. four? No, man. I wish I could have. I w- tell you what, if they would have left the maintenance bucket truck on the block, I probably would have. But either way, you know, one of the most important things that you do when you have someone in your life with a disability or something like that is you don't tell them what they have. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I happen to be very well versed. You don't, Buck, in my, Buck,
1: Buck, listen, you don't need that chair. You're
0: just lazy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, and I know that my disease is my disease because my best buddy named Ologist told me that's that's what they get paid for. Okay, but from user knit me a pie, knit me a pie, <laughs> knit me a pie, build me a coming cake. from yes. <laughs> r slash multiple sclerosis, okay? Knit Me a Pie just uh, reports that I have just been informed that MS is Lyme disease. Oh. Oh, yeah, but it's news to me. I've been a sufferer of MS for over 10 years now. So, you know, a woman... I barely know, told me that she had some very important information to tell me about MS, and she even scheduled a Zoom call with me so she could tell me. Oh, God. Apparently, she talked with her very good friend who has Lyme disease for two hours while sitting on a bench in the cold, which I guess is a very relevant Which fact. is relevant to the topic. <laughs> yes, extremely germane <laughs> to to the situation at hand. This friend did some research and noticed that MS and Lyme disease have very similar symptoms and came to the conclusion that they are the same thing. I told her that I'm very aware of the similarities and they have used to be, and that MS used to be misdiagnosed for Lyme disease for quite some time. But in no other way are they the same thing, and I would really prefer to leave my care to the professionals that I seek out. She told me to make sure that I talk extensively with my doctor about this, and she was also very serious about it. Y'all, sometimes I really wish I never told anyone that I have MS. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I feel the exact same fucking way. I've heard the MS rant, the MS being Lyme disease rant, actually, like, personally. That's
1: a, that's like a common thing.
0: Uh, I don't know about common, but I know that I've heard it and, uh, and I leave my house only to see doctors now. Like every once in a while, caregiver Katie and I will go out on a date or something, but normally we turn doctor's appointments into dates. Well,
1: while we're out,
0: (laughs) that's exactly how it works. It's like, you know, it took you 40 minutes to get pants on today. I think we ought to go to the waffle house. I'm like, you know what? You're right. A great date. It really is. <laughs> Waffle, you can't go wrong with that. But but the point is, is that, like, there's nothing really more offensive than having to suffer with something and then getting the unsolicited, not-so-professional uh, opinion of a person who probably barely made it through high school telling you that the doctor who spent more time in school than they ever did doing anything is wrong about my diagnosis like people your tips your tricks and everything like that they come from a place of help I understand it's it's people's natural reaction to see somebody hurting and be like okay what can I do but there there are certain situations where like the best thing to do is nothing (laughs) And and this this is kind of one of those one of those arenas, you know. It's yeah. Don't tell somebody who's sick what they have and don't have. That's that's just real fucking Iggy.
1: You know, I I can't relate in that manner because you know the the shit that I got going on is very different than what you got going on. But you know, one of the one of the the things that manifests is there is a twitch that it happens. Sometimes. I have everyone's seen everyone's seen that for years. Um, I'm sure you've even noticed it. Um, but people when people have never seen it before, they're 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 taken off guard. You know, they see that this this, t- this twitch that my body does, and they they um they they kind of react just like oh shit, what the hell, you know. Uh And I just tell them, don't worry about it; it's normal, uh, and I move on. But yeah, you know, there's people that have seen it for years; they know it happens, you know. And they still got to make a comment about it every fucking time. Just ignore it. It's not affecting you, and no, it's not what you think it is. It's not you know. Just just move on, okay? Just ignore it.
0: <laughs> you know, and I got to tell you what, man. Um, as far as disabilities go, I kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm happy about it, but there's a lot of catharsis in the fact that that people can see. There's something wrong with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I
1: can I can definitely see it because, uh, yeah, I, I can I can see the benefit. that's what I I'm saying. The benefit. That's what I'm
0: saying. There there is a benefit to being disabled and visually disabled.
1: So I, I because
0: you are disabled and not like you have an ocular deficiency, but you are not visually disabled.
1: There's also more than that. Like I do have or visibly. Yeah, I I have a a psychiatric service animal. I do. Um,
0: yeah, but but, so, we, but we can't. You know.
1: But so when f- I'm going somewhere with Fritz, which is my dog, um, people look at this and they they automatically think it's some kind of like ESA scam because I have the dog. You know, and like, he obviously isn't blind. He obviously isn't you know physically handicapped. So they have no, they just assume it's, it's somebody trying to get over with the emotional support animal. He's not an emotional support animal. He is a psychiatric service dog. Uh, big difference. Um,
0: uh, huge difference. And I can attest to this because I saw Raz go through the arduous process of just being able to try and have a legit service dog. Because everybody goes around saying, oh, you know, service dog, ESA dog, not that big of a difference. It's like, no, 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 no. There's a huge motherfucking difference. There are certain situations where you can refuse a service, uh, a, an emotional support animal. You know, it's like there, there really are. But a service animal? No. No. A service animal goes where I go. Yep.
1: And here's the and other, here's it. the other thing with that. If if a business or any place is going to say you can't bring that in here, am I going to sit there and fight with them? No, it's not worth losing the calories. Uh, there's always another sandwich joint. You know what I mean? There's always <laughs> there's always someplace else yeah. to go. I'm not going to argue with them. I'm just going to tell them they're wrong and leave. Um, now, do I always have Fritz? No. There there's times where it is advantageous for me not to have him. And I'm not going to go into the whole the whole thing with that. But, yeah, I can definitely see where, you know, <laughs> having that the visual cue of a wheelchair or something would, would be beneficial. It really
0: does. It really does. I mean, you know, I'll even say that being disabled, for me personally, would suck a lot more if people couldn't see what the fuck is going on. It really would. You know, and I remember I remember with early MS versus MS now. Like, early MS, I had a... Can- like, and you remember this. It, Raz has been with me throughout my entire adult life almost. You know, I've known him since I was 22. And Raz has known me from the days where I could literally run to now where I can't even scratch my own nose. So... You know, going through that process, I remember in the very beginning when I just had a limp, or I'd have to walk with one cane. There was a lot of shame that went into that. Like being disabled isn't fun, you know, especially when you're when when you when you're looking at a situation where there's not going to be very much good after. And then to have somebody come up and start questioning the very thing that's like, I don't know, fucking your whole world up and being like oh it's not that it's this it's like no bitch you got you 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 yeah. you, you don't don't you freaking dare don't you freaking dare you have no idea so
1: so my 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 youngest son he has got a substantial never going to change only could possibly get worse physical disability he's got a handicap placard he has it i don't he has it i think we've used it half a dozen times in the years that we've had it um i think we've had it three years now and we i think i've used it maybe half a dozen times and it's because he's like dad i my legs hurt no worries we'll use the placard um he doesn't even like using it because he doesn't like he doesn't recognize the fact that there's something different going on there but every time we use it, there's somebody has got to glare at us when they see the family pop out of the car. Like, hey! You know, <laughs> you always going to get some looks from somebody. This is a disabled parking spot. Yeah, we got a placard, bitch. So shut your hole. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mind your business. Shut your hole. And, and if you're the kind of twat waffle that says, I'm going to call the police. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. I'll tell them to, st- never mind. Just keep going.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, like you know, and that kind of abuse, and I'm not gonna, you know, it is, it is a kind of abusive speech, but I, you know, I know that may not be the way of it, it's intended. So those kind of remarks from people sting when they come from a perfect stranger, but when you have somebody in your life that's supposed to like bolster and support you and make things, you know, terrible. easier to deal with, yes. When they start bulking and telling you things, that shit gets real frickin' dicey real quick. And we have from r slash disabled, user dandelion1313, tired of my girlfriend telling me to try harder. Rant. Yeah, this this is a real sour subject for me but my girlfriend and I have been planning a trip that will include a lot of walking. I express my hesitation and fear that I won't be able to keep up. I'll be in a lot of pain and will most certainly disappoint her with the amount of activities I'm actually able to do versus what we have planned. Nine out of the ten times, she's replied with variations of, you just have to train up to it. You'll get there. Only once can I remember her saying that we can rest when I need to. She has a point with the idea of working up to it and I have been but I hope you all understand when I say I don't need someone telling me I can do everything able-bodied people can I need someone to tell me it's okay when I can't she doesn't get that unfortunately and it's so exhausting this is the most gut-wrenchingly hard hard suggestion I'll make to you on that one man but you need to get a new girlfriend
1: absolutely time to bounce bro and, uh, cause it, your shit's only getting worse
0: it it really will, and while you invest your you time? You are is, like I I'm almost tempted to ask you what your girlfriend's first name is because it might be my ex wife. Like that I'm telling you that that shit's just it's the fucking worst. I don't know what your disability is, and you know, frankly, it really doesn't matter because. If it's a mobility type of disease or disability, chances are you can work all you want to quote unquote, get up to it, but you might end up like actually doing more harm than good. If I were to start cross training right now, being like, all right, man, I got to work up to it. I got to go and be somewhere and I'm going to have to stand for 30 seconds. I'm going to work up to it. No. No, 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 I'm I'm really not. There's no working up to that. It's gone. It's over. It's that ship has sailed. You know, that's the worst part about a disability. Once you've lost it, it's gone. Oh. No. It, it is gone. Your girlfriend, no matter how bad she wants you to or how strong you both think you are, you're not you're you're not going to be able to train to make this vacation any easier. And I'm sorry about that, man. I'm, I really am. And I'm sorry that you feel like you need to accommodate your girlfriend. That's not the way disability works. And that's why I say that you need to get a new girlfriend. Do you, you, don't, you don't, you know, there is a recipro- reciprocal agreement that is unwritten when you become handicapped that you're gonna need help, so you can't be a bitch, okay? But that c- kind of goes on the other side of the spectrum too, you know. As a decent person, you should help a motherfucker and not be a bitch. So, you know, I mean, what do you, what, you got? Anything to add in on that one?
1: Only that I thought this was a comedy podcast. <laughs> down like the seriousness rabbit hole today not that it's a bad well, thing i'm just saying uh, if, if you're normal, if you I listen was, to this podcast it's normally a lot more lighthearted. but it just seems like today we're we're just two angry bastards
0: well that's because we're doing we're on the disability don'ts yeah okay do we, got, do we have any dues coming up well see that's from you just uh, from r slash disabled We've got user unique username 1024.
1: <laughs> okay, that's my favorite one so far. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. This is exactly what you should do when you now when you have somebody in your life that is disabled. Okay. Little preamble here. It's a shorty, it's a goody, and this is exactly what you should do when you have a disabled person in your life. So my partner just got a wheelchair and they're super excited. Are there any good presents I can get them? Stickers, decorations, etc. Flag. I'm not, physica- I'm not physically disabled. You need a flag. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm telling you what right now. You're this Get them a purple flag. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. This post stuck out to me. It's so short, but it's succinct gets right to the point. You want to know why? Because you know why? Anybody who's got a wheelchair, anybody who's had to sit in this seat for fucking ever, I'm right in the middle of it, people. I'm at the beginning of forever. I just got this wheelchair a few years ago. And the second my ass sat down and the second I got home from the wheelchair mobility clinic, I'm sitting here going, all right, how am I going to trick this bitch out? That's, that's, that's what you do. Like, I'm going to have to sit with this thing for the rest of fucking forever. How am I going to set myself apart from the crowd? Man, I'll tell you, I've got some awesome suggestions. Stickers? Yes. Absolutely. Decorations? Out the ass. Absolutely. I recommend getting some floor lighting.
1: Ooh, LEDs. Uh,
0: Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. My new wheelchair has headlights on it. And I'll tell you what, right now, I didn't even know that I needed headlights on a fucking wheelchair. Okay? I'll tell you what. You make it, you make it three, four nights in, you got your wheelchair headlights, you got to go to the bathroom for something. Because I don't go to the bathroom to go to the bathroom. I I now, I, I outsource that. Somebody else goes to the bathroom for me, believe it or not, I have to have help with that. But if I do have to get up and go to the bathroom for anything, try doing it without your phone flashlight. No, it's it's just, especially in a wheelchair without a phone flashlight, it's hard enough to navigate this thing during the light of day when there's nothing except a darkness around you. You need a light. And, you know, you transfer out of the wheelchair or out of the bed into the wheelchair and then your phone's all the way over there out of reach. You're like, fuck. No, not anymore. I got headlights on this bitch. I'm telling you. I got a cup holder right here. That should be your... Fr- I'm not going to lie. The first thing you should get is a cup holder. That, no, I'm not even kidding around. My old wheelchair had no cup holder. None. I had to get like a thing where I could strap it and I just used a water bottle. And it was pretty dope-ass setup because, you know, can't drink out of regular cups anyhow. I end up wearing what I'm trying to drink. But the cup holder really changed my life. Like, I, I, I remember with my old wheelchair, I didn't even want one. I was like, I don't need a cup holder. I don't need a cup holder. I got this. I worked it out. Whatever, whatever, whatever. New wheelchair comes in got a factory cup holder. Sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, man, somebody who's disabled became an engineer. Oh, <laughs> this is a nice little upgrade. A wheelchair with a factory cup holder. I'm telling you what, you get your, you get your partner. Key rings and zip ties. You think I'm crazy? No, I'm not. You can make anything stick to a wheelchair with keychains and zip ties, key rings, like little rings. Oh man, and and, and I'm just I love this, it's a great question. Because you know, what it well, where else are you supposed to go to get advice from this? What are you going to call into a doctor's office and be like, all right. What do, you, what do you recommend for, your, uh, for a handicapped guy? Hello, thank you for calling the Cripple Control Hotline. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, you know, and everybody in the comments section pretty much agrees, you know, stickers, decorations, and stuff like that are a great idea. So, not really much more else to say on that one other than the fact that, you know, great job going to a place where people... We'll be able to give you good advice, okay? Like, this is what Reddit is for, you know. But either way, we've got another one from r slash disability coming to us from user Toadpaws. <laughs> I'm Toadpaws. Yes. Yeah, it's
1: still not as good as the unique username.
0: <laughs> no, that. Somebody somebody really capitalized on an opportunity there. All right, so this is a discussion thread. I'm bed-bound and so bored. I'm a disabled teen, and I'm often stuck at home or in bed. I have CFS, and I want to spend less time on my phone, but really don't know what else to do. On days where my hands aren't so tired or shaky, I enjoy making artwork, drawing, and painting. But on days where my symptoms flare up, I mainly just stay in bed and scroll on TikTok. I'm wondering if anyone has any ideas on activities I can use to pass the time that aren't phone-related and aren't going to lead to a crash the next day. I don't have CFS, which is chronic fatigue syndrome. Okay? I have a disease where fatigue is kind of like... I don't want to say comorbid, but it kind of comes in the packet. Yeah, you um, know,
1: with the the type of shit that I'm going on, I, I go through waves of um severe fatigue. Um, and I'm gonna call it fatigue. Um, I'll, I'll literally just be sitting here and just start to pass out. Um, unless I am like laser focused on something. Uh, one thing I for for somebody who can't get around a whole heck of a lot or you know, in this this thing this doesn't have to be a mobility thing. This could just be somebody who is like a social anxiety. Um, depending on what you're into, obviously, uh, modeling, <laughs> modeling. Um, me personally, I do gunpla, which is um, uh, Gundams, uh, yeah, the the giant robots. Uh, I, I I've got a you can't see it on, the, but I I've got a a rack right next to me of a bunch of models that I'm I'm gonna move towards doing. I've probably got uh, in the other room a display of like 50 at this point. Um, I, I've got one right here that I'm working on. I'm, I'm working on an RX-78-2. Uh, if you're into cars, you know, car modeling. If you're in the jets, jets. I, I've got a, a, a police officer friend who does um, tanks. He actually makes them look like they've been in battles and stuff. They're really neat. Uh, that is, but You don't have to and, and you can, and you can, you can put, like a, put a movie on, and, and you can sit here for hours and, and not realize that much time has passed. So, and it's not physically demanding by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so that, that's a suggestion. You're, you're muted there, Bucky boy. You're trying to talk to me.
0: I was. Thank you. No, that's a, that is a good suggestion. And, you know, I find myself really lacking in the suggestions department for this, even though I am disabled and I am chronically fatigued. I just, I refuse to stay bed bound. I refuse. Like, I've never, I, I can only, I Dale earnhardt my fridge a few years ago and broke some fingers. and Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was terrible. I'll never drive above four in the house again. Like, we we actually had to make a standing rule about that because I'm zipping around in my wheelchair and my fingers caught the bridge handle. I'm just
1: referring to what you called it.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, like, you know, it was a a pretty big crash. (laughs) You know? But at the end of the day, you know, that's the only time I was ever bedbound and I was high on pain meds. So, you know, I, I use audiobooks to, to occupy my time through the day where I can't do anything. I will sit in front of a window and listen to an audiobook. I know it doesn't sound like much, but you got to remember, I don't have much anymore. You know, there's there, there, f- be, boredom is probably the worst thing that I have to deal with with MS, being chronically ill, stuck at home, on disability. I'm medically retired. And it's almost like groundhog day sometimes. You just wake up and it's just like boom. And then all of a sudden the day's fucking over and you're like, what did I even do today? It gets it gets a little gets a little taxing. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and candy coat it. I kind of feel for you on this one, kiddo. But I, I I have to defer you to the sage words of my dear friend Rez, because as far as not doing anything goes, I'm very good at that. But finding something to do, not so much, not my wheelhouse i I, I hope that you find something to occupy your time with because I know how uber frustrating it can be to uh you know. To try and find to, something to occupy yourself with, and it really affects your attitude too, which brings us to r slash multiple sclerosis from user rekick asks how to be more positive. Hi everybody, I'm a 27 year old male. I was diagnosed. A bit over two years ago, and like everyone here, I have my good days and my bad days, the latter happening often. Lately, I find myself becoming angry and frustrated. I try to help around the house cooking, cleaning, etc., but get tired pretty fast. Having lost a lot of dexterity on my left side and the difficulty moving my left leg doesn't help, and being unemployed for the time being makes me feel so useless. I try to cope telling myself that when I switch medications, it will be a bit better. I'm on Tifectora, trying to switch to Ocrevus. Tyfectora is a pill form of MS treatment, and Ocrevus is um, an infusion therapy that you get once every six months. So it leads me to believe that his symptoms are not, are not responding to treatment. I'm starting to hate myself. I used to be in the military. Before being medically retired, I wanted to be out there and see the world. Now I feel stuck. I love to go out and swim and go hiking. Now I can barely walk around the block with a cane. Sorry for the rant. I just want to know how people can live with this damn illness for so long. I have read many stories of people living like this for 20 plus years, and I really can't see myself doing the same. Buddy. That sucks. I've been there. It took me a long time to get away from there. A long time. How to be more positive. I figured it out when I was going through the exact same thing that you're going through right now.
1: You get a razz. Getting a medical
0: diet. Doug, <laughs> what'd you say? You're getting a razz. <laughs> yeah. Get yourself a Raz. No, I mean, and it sounds stupid, but you gotta find a buddy. You gotta find a buddy who A has a little bit of fucking empathy and sympathy, and B fucking gets it oh, in fucked. some way, you're shape
1: fucked. or form. You know, I don't I don't feel sorry for your ass.
0: <laughs> no, you don't feel sorry for my ass, but you know what? Whenever I need help, you've helped me. You've literally stopped me from falling onto the ground before. Okay? I made it all the way to my house and then fell on my kitchen floor. But if it wasn't for you, I would have fell in my driveway outside of my house in South Carolina. That was a terrible freaking day. You know? And and MS is a terrible freaking disease. Staying positive with this shit? (laughs) Tell you what, buddy. It ain't easy. I got no tips, I got no advice for you because I don't you know I don't I don't walk in your shoes and I don't roll in your path. But what I will tell you is that you know, a good place to start is you gotta like start to deconstruct your reality. And one of the hardest things to uh to cope with for me was all the things that I love doing that I can no longer do anymore. And what I can suggest to you on that one is stop. You're not going to be able to do them anymore. The things that you loved, the things that you cherished, the hobbies that you had. Okay, all of these things now need to change. Every single one. Oh, well, I can still do this disabled. I'm not saying that you need to stop doing everything. I need to, what I'm telling you is that you can no longer do it the way that you're used to. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You are now handicapped and you now need to learn how to accommodate yourself and assimilate into the world around you. That's just it. Yeah, the ADA and this and that and the other thing and the laws and the social contract that we all agree to live by. Hey. And yeah, these things all exist. And, and you know what? They all exist and they are all evolving in a way that that makes life a lot easier to live. It, 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 they are. But the problem is that there are so many disabilities and so many people asking for accommodations and, and asking for things that you're just... You, you may get to a point where, as badly as is needed, you may never live long enough to see it actually happen. You have to be it's able not to just, cope with these things on your own. And
1: it's not just that either, but there's so many fake... Like people that are are just looking to play disabled. It's like I I this is the you know this year is the first time that I have ever actually written a letter asking for an accommodation, <laughs> and my accommodation that I asked for was I need you know different di- overstimulation can do a lot of things, and and with the different things I got going on. Um, so like private office I already have a private office ability to play music I already have that ability You know, it, it was just a bunch of, of things I already have I'm not asking them to do anything different I'm just asking them to make sure it doesn't get taken away uh, they started reshuffling offices at work and I, I didn't want to move offices because I'm comfortable where I'm at and there was no need to uh, there was just a very horrible person that wanted my office and I didn't want to give it to her <laughs> so um that was the first time I ever wrote an accommodation letter. And then I, I you know I have one written um for for the, my service dog. I just I've never been it's never been questioned, so I've never had to do it. Um but there there there's always people that are I need an accommodation for my hangnails cuz sometimes I have them. You know, there, and there's people that just abuse the system. Like every time I go to a freaking Walmart I see some little frou-frou dog wearing a, a, wearing a, a, a crocheted hoodie or something in the cart. Mm. And they're like, this is my service dog. Not if it's in the cart, it's not. Uh, you, if you actually had a service dog, you would know the rules. You would know the laws. You would know what you can do and what you can't do. So don't think you're fooling anybody just because you got on Amazon and bought yourself a little vest or a patch or... You you bought these these fake ID cards. Guess what, folks? There's no such thing. There's no such thing as an ID card for for a service animal. If I considered getting one, I have just because it would make things a little easier. Because people see that and they think, oh, it's official then. Um, but you know, legally, there's no there's no such thing. There's nothing issued by the Department of
0: Justice. There's, there's no registry for service animals. There's not. Mm. But. As far as positivity goes, you kind of have to dig inward, you know, in in my opinion. I I found a great deal of success, again, tearing my life apart, realizing what I can and can't do, and focusing on the things that are still within within my grasp. And you might find it harder and harder going forward that the more you try to be positive, the more that goes away from your grasp. You know, again, 10 years ago, you know, I wasn't as disabled as I am now. And I could still do stuff. I could play my guitar. Buddy, I'll tell you what. Of the two things, of of the litany of things that I have lost after getting MS, the two hardest things for me to give up were playing my guitar, because I can't do it anymore. I can't even hold a guitar. I played the guitar for almost 30 fucking years. And I was awesome. Made more money accidentally than most people do on purpose playing music. And I loved it. And I wish every day that I could just pick up a guitar and play it. But I'll never be able to again. It's it's horrible. And then catch up. <laughs> no, man. No, I'm not giving that one up. I, I'm telling you why right now ketchup makes my ms symptoms worse because of the vinegar content in it for some reason foods with high vinegar aka condiments mm. make me make me very lethargic i guess would be the best word so you know it's it's hard going through a life where everything that you love is going to be taken away from you it's hard staying positive but just remember The world has an interesting way of balancing itself out. And what I mean by that is like, let's, let's, and and it doesn't balance itself out fairly, by the way. It's more of like tally mark for tally mark, not, not value of stuff here. But, you know, you lose the ability to walk and that sucks. Kind of. Kind of. Not walking I would actually say it's probably one of the biggest benefits that I have to being disabled. Because of all the shit that I have to go through in a day, at least I don't have to fucking walk. You know, it's really shitty to have to be positive in that way. But I can't walk. And now I don't have to. Huh. Oh, that's, that's an interesting way of putting it. You know, I can't help out around the house. I don't have to now. Now that you can't do it, you don't have to. And as soon as you, as soon as you start to swallow that pill, you start to get looking at other shit. It's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I don't have to do this either? Nope. No, sir, you, you do not. That is not a you thing anymore. You get to join the ranks of people who professionally give moral support because that's about all you're good for. Once you become super, super disabled. So, you know, try to, try to keep your head out of the sand, man. It, it's, it's really, really hard trying to, and it's not even bouncing back. It's not like you have a cold. You're not going to get better. You're just going to get worse, and it sucks. You got to, right now is a good point to start being able to flip your mentality on things so that way you don't have such a hard time dealing with all the things you're about to lose in the future. As bad as it sucks, it's really just going to be that way. And um, I find a great deal of catharsis in the fact that I've done a really good job of setting myself up in a way to where, although I can't do anything, I really don't have to. And that's, that's a very comforting and rewarding feeling. Because there are a lot of people out there who are disabled, can't do it, and are fucked, and that's no that's no fun. I've I've been there in a in a in a select few situations as well, you know. So keep on uh, keep keep staying on. You know, I don't even I don't want to say keep your head up because you know, sometimes that's just not fun. But keep seeking the advice of others on on you know threads like this one. Try to find yourself some catharsis somewhere. And, you know, as always, you know, don't give up. There's, there's, there's no fun in that. None at all. You got anything you want to add to that one, man?
1: No, (laughs) I'm staying away from that.
0: one. (laughs) Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't, I kind of like, I got a lot of things that I want to say, but. You know, I, I think I'd be overstepping. So either way. That brings us to a close of this week of the Subcockles of Reddit. I hope you've enjoyed discussing some of the disabilities and do's and don'ts that exist within the world. And please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. And also, if you you do like this content, take a minute to check out our other podcast, which we are going to be recording here shortly, the Social Liability Podcast where we discuss the people in our lives who refuse to adhere to the social contract we all live by. Again, folks, it's been a wonderful week. Closing episode 12, I am your host, The Buck, with my co-host, The Raz, and I hope you have a wonderful, safe, and happy week.